Welcome to Build Relationships, Break Poverty, a podcast hosted by Children's Hope Chest. This podcast challenges the Western perception of international poverty by elevating the voices of local leaders each month. It's our desire to share stories from our staff around the globe who work tirelessly to see vulnerable communities transformed. We believe that building two-way relationships will break the cycle of poverty. My name is Will Crooks. As part of the advancement team for over 10 years, I have the privilege to find and build relationships with churches, businesses, and schools. In this month's episode, we asked you, what questions that you had for Katya Selenina, our Russian country director? Welcome, Katya. How are you doing today? Oh, thank you, Will. Very well. Oh, that's great. Our first question comes from uh, Mary, and she is connected with the Ostrovska uh, Orphanage, and she asks this. I'm curious, Katya, to know how Hope Chest first came into partnership with Russia, what they were doing together then, and how it's evolved over time. It's a very good question, because Russia actually was the first country Children's Hope Chest worked with. Uh, it started with Russia. It was the end of last century, so all this weird 90s when Soviet Union was ruined and new democracy was almost starting. And Russia was opened for missions, for Bibles, for faith. And that's how Children's Hope Chest actually entered Russia uh, through bringing Bibles for kids in the orphanages. But we saw that the need was beyond the books, beyond the readings. Uh, we needed actions. So to, to bring the faith through actions, through people, through relationship. And actually, Ostrovska is situated in Kostroma region. It was the second region of Russia that we entered as Children's Hope Chest. And how has the ministry kind of evolved uh, over time? Uh, what, is, what are some of its main components today? Uh, you see, uh, Children's Hope Chest is a unique organization and always answers the needs of the time. And when we started, the needs were immense. And kids needed everything, food and clothes and books. Uh, it's different now, but at those times, we had camps for the kids, especially for teenagers and the rescued girls from the streets as well as boys but the girls were in worse need because they were more vulnerable and of course all children needed family and we studied in the united states how to set up christian family settings uh, for kids at those times in russia we didn't have so well organized and developed uh, family settings for orphans and actual children's hope chest according with another christian organization from texas started these family settings for kids and uh, we the primary needs were teenage girls teenage girls and we set up group homes and 
family care for teenage girls orphaned. Yes. How is Hope Chess work different from other nonprofits in Russia, Katya? First of all, because we are Christian-based organization, officially uh, we are nonprofit, but we has always worked uh, with Children's Hope Chest, uh, with churches, with believers, and though we do not do open evangelizing, uh, we try to bring the faith through action, through relationship, through God's love, through parental love. We were teaching and educating parents, foster parents, to become Christian parents for orphans. Uh, we were the first organization in Russia that set up uh, families for teenagers, for girls and boys over 13 years old. It was absolutely a revolution in family care. That's right. And I think this is a great uh, follow-up question. And this, one, this question is from Melinda. She would ask about those teenagers is how long are the girls that are rescued from the streets allowed to stay at the facility? And what happens then as they age out? Do they get put with families who care for them? It's our um, goal or to or find a good family for the girls. And they can stay in our facility uh, in Ostrovsky, for example, till they are 18. Uh, but usually they get out early uh, because um, the college age is 16. If they are ready to go to college, they leave the facility at 16. In Ostrovsky, it's a small village. There is no college. There is only a school, a secondary school. Uh, if uh, it's possible to find a good family for the girl, the girl can go and be adopted. As to follow up, yes, we do follow up all our so-called graduates, those who graduated from our facility. And we have our care point for teenagers and young adults and even families for young adults because we follow the girls when they either married or have babies and choose to upbring them on their own. So we're helping them. We have a very good young mom program for our former residents. So the kids of our uh, aged out of care orphans not become orphans. So they will have families. And so this vicious circle be ruined, stopped. That's right. Breaking the cycle for sure. Now, this isn't asking what your favorite care point is, I'm sure. But this question comes uh, about that says, what care point do you visit most often? That doesn't mean it's your favorite. Well, actually, I visit more often the care point that is most close to Moscow. That is Vladimir Ministry Center, because it was the first one and we... We put so much effort and so much love into this care point to make it as example for the other care points that became later. But right now, because of COVID, we do not visit care points often. It's more, uh, more often we just speak on Zoom or on conferences and yeah. 
Yes. A couple of personal questions, uh, Katya. Uh, you've been doing uh, this ministry with, with Hope Chest uh, in Russia for many, many years. Uh, why, do you, why do you continue to do this year after year? I don't know how not to do it. It's my passion. It's my mission. It's actually the core of my life. I do believe in what we are doing. We do believe that all kids, no matter orphans or not, they must have equal opportunities. And equal opportunities means God's love. Only He makes all people equal. And uh, that's why all kids should know God. They should have equal access, equal opportunities, and meaningful life. And there's impossible to have a meaningful life without knowing God. That's why hmm. I'm doing it. And that's really, if you were to take a snapshot of the ministries that take place in all of the different care points, that's what you're trying to bring. That's what you're trying to uh, infuse in the lives of, of these children uh, is that love of God. Is that right? Absolutely. Because, um, and it should be translated through actions, through those believers who do what they believe in, uh, who not only speak about Lord, but who act just godly so that the kids resume believing, resume loving, resume hoping. That's what we are doing. Hmm. That's great. And a great follow-up question to that is, what would you want to say to our listeners today, to, to those partners that have been with you and with their uh, friends in Russia for, for years and years, even decades now. What, what would you have to say to them? Thank you. Great thank you. We appreciate this love. It's these people, they were not only advocates, they were agents of God's love. And they proved to, they have proved to our kids that no matter whether you are American or Russian, if you believe in Lord, we are all one family. We have the same feelings, the same missions. And actually, there is no nations. There's only believers and non-believers. And we're trying to unite all believers to do one good thing. And that is speak the words of love. And thank you so very much that you were, that you have been helping our kids, that you have been helping our nation, that you have been helping, yes, exact kids like Masha's, Sasha's, Vieras, who do believe in Lud and who believe in the good, because you have done this good. It's great. Wonderful testimony, wonderful testimony. Well, our final question of the day, Everybody uh, in America loves to gather around and, and eat food together, as I'm sure that's true in, in, in Russia as well. Uh, what, is, what is one Russian 
food or, or dish, culinary dish that, that everyone should try? I believe it's borscht. It's a hot soup with beetroot, and Americans don't like beetroot. But if you taste borscht as it should be cooked, you will eat it even in the hottest day. It can be eaten in winter, in summer, in any season. It's very good. And you can unite a big family with one casserole of this wonderful dish. So come and I will introduce to this wonderful dish, Borsh. That's fantastic. I bet you can. And that's a wonderful invitation. So uh, all of you listeners out there, you've heard an invitation from Katya to come to Russia and she will provide the Borsh and just a wonderful experience of community and building relationship. So thank you so much for uh, speaking with us today, Katya. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening to this episode of Children's Hope Chests, Build Relationships, Break Poverty. You can follow Hope Chest on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. <laughs>